This is the Wizards Nightshirt Podcast, episode 50! Nightshirt. This is episode 50. I'm Scott, and here with me are Mechanic Will. Here. And the only person that between the three of us that can hear Zor. <laughs> Rebecca. She uh, she shrieks at uh, at a level I can understand. At the Wizard's Nightshirt, we're reviewing He-Man Masters of the Universe and She-Ra Princess of Power. Today, we're reviewing He-Man Season 2, Episode 79, Disappearing Dragons. And, by the Ancients. We have a special treat for you today. That's right, Ooh. Mr. Scott. To celebrate Episode 50, we've been working for several weeks on a special project. Uh, people at this table will know what a special project <laughs> is because I've been worrying the hell out of them for the past several weeks about it. He has. <laughs> Uh, and it is an episode-length He-Man parody called The Thinking Cap of Smartness. It was a lot of fun, and everybody's doing a good job on it. And I know Scott and Rebecca will be very happy for me to stop talking about it, because I'm very excited about it, and it's been a lot of work, but it's going to be real good. Yes. When you said we had a special treat today, I was kind of hoping it'd be a pizza party at our desks. But it's not <laughs> bad, is it? There's not pizza here? <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's one of those sad pizza parties where the teacher thinks it's a good idea, but there's not definitely not going to be enough pizza for everybody. Oh, yeah. Everybody gets not. like one or two slices, just enough to make you sad. Yeah. And, and then, then you'd almost rather not have it. They're going to wheel out the VCR on the TV stand and like whatever movie. It's like, oh, I know you guys have watched Fern Gully like three times in, <laughs> in school this year, but it's the uh, only tape we have. We in love our smog. <laughs> and yet I remember nothing of Fern Gully. Go Land before time. Eight. <laughs> oh, yeah. Enjoy your pizza party, kids. It's Burn terrible. Gold. You mean Avatar? Or... No? That's not, that's not the same? So, Will, is there anything else you'd like to share? Yes, there is. It is my birthday. It is my birthday coming up. I'm going to be 35, which I think is the age of He-Man. I feel like He-Man's at least 50. <laughs> He's 50 He's and bearing. He's in his heart. Yeah. Yeah. Or his soul. Uh, yeah. That's isn't he true. supposed to be like in his 20s? Or I Prince think Adam so. is in his early 20s? I think so. But I do distinctly remember the first time I'd seen even a clip of him as an adult. I was so shocked that how, how old he seemed. That's so funny. Yes. It is one of those 35 is a funny age to turn because that's an age where you feel like, okay, I am, I am grown up. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't deny it at this point anymore. It's like a 35-year-old man. Like, that's a thing. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a thing when you're a kid. You're like, that's old. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, it, yeah, it starts to mean something when I'm buying He-Man toys. <laughs> <laughs> something awesome. Yeah. That is, that is pretty cool that all this time could pass and you still feel like, no, I like the things I like. So yeah. I, I like that. Well, uh, speaking of uh, being uh, an old man, Scott, will you take us back in time and tell us when today's episode first appeared on the TV? I would love to, Will. Okay. <laughs> um, the air date for this episode was October 2nd, 1984. And in this episode, Granamir summons He-Man to help him find several missing dragons who are being forced to uh, fight for amusement on a distant world. Sounds like a good episode. 
<laughs> yes. Uh, one of the things I think we will be talking about this episode is all the new toys that we can buy. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was just lousy with new toys. It was insane. I was like, who are all these people? I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> oh, my God. I, 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 I know we always talk about uh, you know first impressions at this point. I, I want to be so careful not to blow everything I have to say about it right out of the gate, but can I just say I'm really looking forward to talk about that one extended uh, toy commercial segment we saw for like half the episode. Oh. I was maybe the best part. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I just don't even know where to go with with all of that. Yeah, this is one of those episodes where they threw out so many proper nouns at you, mm -hmm. and, I, and then you're just like, okay, nope, that was the third proper noun in like two minutes. I can't deal with that. That is true. There started to be a lot of names and a lot of planets, and now that uh, our captions disappeared because we're not watching this on Netflix, uh, we're just having to watch it like we're some dumb kids, <laughs> and uh, it's very confusing for us. Yeah, and then you tune out a little bit because you're like, what's happening? <laughs> oh, I'll just wait for him to punch something. Also, like you thought when you were kids. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at his neck. It's so long. <laughs> <laughs> this is He-Man. I'm a master of grape escape, mousetrap, and chess. Ah, you're in trouble now, Orko. You should never have moved that green knight. Let, let's start at the beginning yeah. here, where uh, Prince Adam and Orko are playing some dumb chess game, and Prince Adam is sitting on that bench like he's about to take his senior photos, <laughs> and he's, yeah. he's, he's all posed a little bit. Did they, did they name the game? I don't know what it was called. I mean, it was clearly a chess game, but I don't think they had a name for it. Uh, it looked like it was like Wizards and Warriors or something. Like uh, uh, Orko was moving little wizard pieces and He-Man was moving, or Prince Adam was, oops. <laughs> <laughs> now everyone knows. Uh, oh, no. Prince Adam was moving around little He-Man uh, pieces that he called Warriors. Um, did you ever get into chess when you were young? Was it one of the things where you're like, I need to learn how to play chess because that's something smart people do. And then you like learned what all the pieces do. And then you were like, oh, screw chess. This is just the worst game ever. Because that happened to me. Yeah. And that <laughs> I didn't say yeah, screw yeah. it at the end. I, I think it's all right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I Well, I don't know. It's yes. A, once I started getting into it more and then played people that were really good, it's like, meh. <laughs> I'll just play you in checkers. How about that? <laughs> there you go. Like, I get it. I get chess, okay? It's an it's an elegant and beautiful game that's, you know, centuries and centuries old that, you know, fine-tunes your mind, etc. But, you know, at the same time, I ain't got time for it. It's a yeah, it's, it's so hard. It's like, um, it's like Battletoads for Pastos. You can't. <laughs> you can't. No matter how much you practice, you're not going to get better. <laughs> it was. It's Nintendo hard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, Orko, I think, would agree that it's Nintendo hard because he's doing real bad against Adam. Yeah, and then also he's rude to Cringer for Whoa. offering bad advice. Yeah, and he's uh, he's asking a cat for advice. <laughs> yeah, what does a cat know about chess except for how to ruin the board and like knock all the pieces <laughs> Those off? Those are checkers rules, Cringer. <laughs> <laughs> King me. <laughs> no, Cringer. Uh, some great move. That's the last time I listen to you. It's not my fault you lost. You, you should learn to make your own decisions. I, um, yeah, why was Orko a little bit rude to Cringer? I did not like that. Like, come on. I, I, I mean, he's a child, I guess. But I guess also your self-esteem is really hurting when um, He-Man beats you in a intellectual game. <laughs> <laughs> well, I according to Granabeer, he's like the wisest. 
which I'm still dubious on, but I suppose we can get into that later. Yeah, I think it's I think it's just He Man's supreme confidence that um, tricks other people into thinking he's wise. <laughs> right. Yeah. If you say any fact with confidence, it'll be taken as fact. Yeah. Like, well, actually. The Coriolis effect. Like, oh. <laughs> you have to say it real loud, too. <laughs> yeah. make, make sure you're talking louder than everybody else. <laughs> if it's booming enough, then it has authority. Prosperity comes to people with two cookies. Mmm, <laughs> a lot, giving us a lot to think about, He-Man. <laughs> yeah. We'll ponder that for centuries. What a wise proverb. <laughs> I got it when I was thinking about cookies. <laughs> when I was baking. Uh, so uh zor just shows up i love her new thing of just like i'm bored i don't have anything to do with castle grayskull this probably wasn't even too like this wasn't even a thing that she needed to tell him about probably she was just bored and looking for something to do you know did, did, did it also seem like he just like stopped and like stood up and like was staring off? Yes, <laughs> he kind of got zoned out. We, it was like the first time and she spoke like, to him, and it wasn't a big deal for him. It wasn't. Yeah. We didn't see he him acknowledge her. Yeah, it was. It was. It was almost upsetting. It's like she was doing a flyby mind takeover. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and she took over his mind, and he's just like, and Oracle's like. She's probably talking to him now. <laughs> like, I would hope so. And like, just like zoned out. Zoned. The sorceress must be sending a telepathic message to Adam. Does this happen normally? Yeah. What if What if he hadn't been getting any quest and ever, and it's, it just gets crazy ideas to do stuff what whenever if he had birds a pee come and, like, by? And like, she just took over his mind and just peed himself because <laughs> he couldn't because he wasn't thinking about holding it anymore. You know what? I bet that does happen if you take over minds. That's like a risk of of, of uh, mind control. Is that I'm, you're, I'm the person sh- is going to pee on themselves? I'm sure. I'm sure she is. Uh, She's apt to let Prince Adam just be himself. They <laughs> warn you about that in sorcery school. Yeah, they're like, look, ethics, ethics. Yeah, just make okay. sure they're near a bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> or like, bring them an extra change of clothes. Or make sure they have, like, diapers. I don't know. But it really did seem like it was far down on her list of things to do. Like, I'm not full with you today, Prince Adam. I'm going to fly by and you need to catch this quest as I'm passing over. Yeah, why didn't she just, like, call for him? I don't know. Yeah, she I don't can know. talk to him from the castle, right? Yeah, she can talk to him for she basically had, anywhere. She had bird errands. Yeah. Yeah, she was just out flying. She had to poop on that statue. I was about <laughs> I was about to say, yeah. It's like, I heard attack track and small track are out on the on tour. And I uh, have a they great opportunity. They washed. Yes. <laughs> I can take advantage of this. <laughs> I saw Stridor in the past year. <laughs> Oh, oh, so, yeah, what is their quest? Um, Grandamir needs help. Mm-hmm. Go to Dark Smoke, which is a great name for a place, you know. Um, did you notice... Okay, okay so I, I just have to say, you, you you guys have seen Grandamir before. Yeah. Or, yes. And I have not. Oh. oh, yeah, I saw him in a lightning round, and then you saw him in a lightning round. Yeah, oh, yeah and he is awesome. Isn't yeah, he? he's yeah. great. Yeah, I, I, it, was, it was a delight and a pleasure the first time I saw him, and then he was once again wonderful. Even his and voice I, is good. I'm trying to remember. I think I remember him from being a child, uh-huh. and I've, and it's one of those things It's like you see him again, and you're like, I really liked him as a kid. Yeah, he's very striking. And I didn't know where, I couldn't remember where he was from, and... It's either he looks like another dragon from a different thing, or I distinctly remember him. Because Mm -hmm. he has very uh, distinctive looks. Welcome again, He-Man. 
It's good to see you, Granomir. I love the helmet. Oh, yeah, the yeah. helmet's such a such a nice touch. It could almost be dorky, except for his uh, regal bearing. Yeah, it's same thing with his little wings. Like yeah, he's that's got those cool. those little pink wings, and it's you know like it would look. What was that dumb <laughs> dragon in Shira that we hated? Sorrowful. Sorrowful. We didn't hate him, but you know we felt sorrowful for him. Yes. Um. He was pitiful. Like, little wings make you look kind of dopey, but not Granomir. He's got this, That dude like, is regal. He's got this uh, old man type of thing going on because he's got very small chest muscles yeah. and, like, a like a, uh, like a distended abdomen. Yeah, he's a little wizened. Yeah, they, yeah. they really look like an old, old man, and the and the helmet, I think, makes him seem like an old veteran or something like that. Yeah. It, it, he really has a, has a lot of character. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of care in that, and there, there are small details that reveal a lot. I really do enjoy the character i love granamir like i just i'd watch the granamir show <laughs> oh. and and him and orgo got along great ah. hey what's a big idea lizard breath <clears throat> hope i didn't say something wrong which was which again this endears him to me because i'm like finally someone's telling orgo to take a hike i did enjoy that a whole lot um was it just me or did you did, was he-man's face did it look different? The yeah. facial animations. I did. I, I felt oh, like he had when, like. When, when, oh, sorry. When, when he when he got into the, into the the what is this like a vase or something? Orco. Yeah. Uh, and his eyes like went real wide, and you're like, what? What just happened? <laughs> it just looked weird. I, I noticed like, his I noticed his black eyebrows yes, a lot more. His brows were a lot sterner, so it's like he either I think it, it's like he went and got some Botox and some like permanent makeup tattooed on his face. <laughs> he he like went to the spa with sorceress. Well, I did turn thirty five today. <laughs> right? She's like, I have crow's feet. You can't notice them though. So you get it, crow's feet, because she's a falcon. Yes. <laughs> Botox. I got it now. <laughs> it was it was clever in a way and he just went with her and they you know they had a little party a little spa party but no it 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 bothered me in a way like i couldn't quite place what was different about it and i was just like oh okay but the brow the brows were very black yeah yeah I felt like he had more of a cleft in his chin, too. So, Granamere tells He-Man that uh, several dragons have gone missing from uh, Dragon Mountain, uh, (laughs) if you're ever wondering where dragons are. And um, (laughs) and, uh, he said he uh, wanted He-Man to come help because he's one of the uh, wise, he's wiser than most humans. And I don't know. (laughs) I was like, are we sure, Granamere? Are we sure? So, they go to the mountain, but before they go to the mountain, um, what does He-Man? He-Man says, uh, Mechanek and Buzz Off are just hanging out. Maybe I'll take them along with us. <laughs> yeah, he says they're available. Uh, like yeah. he goes, he goes. Yeah, Mechanek and, and at your local Buzz store are available. <laughs> at your local store, go buy the toys, you morons. Wave three available at Toys R Us in time for the Christmas season. <laughs> like, and I love that he said they are available. I'm like, well, yes, they clearly don't have hot dates today. Like, we can all see why. <laughs> But then it's like are available, like they're like they have to take appointments. They have nothing else to do. What else is Mechanic gonna do all day? What else is Buzz Off gonna do all day? Tend his hive? I don't think so. Get ready for Act Two with Wallace Shawn as Webster. <laughs> How many more dragons do we need, Snake Puss? We see them watching some of Skeletor's henchmen set up some sort of a ray gun in some sort of rocky crag area, and Skeletor's henchmen 
are Webster, Webster and is this Cobra Khan? Cobra Khan, yes. Oh, is, okay. Is this yeah. the first time we've seen Cobra Khan? It's the first time I've seen first Cobra Khan. Yeah. First time I've seen him, yeah. yeah. So uh, I, I guess let's let's just do the roll is call it, of it, toys is, here. Is that the toy that spit? Like you put water in them? I think so. Yeah. Yes, I believe right. so. Yeah, right. yeah. So let's talk about them briefly. I think we've seen Webster once uh, once or twice before. Yeah, oh yeah, a couple. Of t- I, I've yeah. seen him a couple times. Yeah. yeah, and he's basically just a blue man, mm-hmm. and he's supposed to have some sort of like he's supposed to sort of be redolent of spiders or something somehow. I guess, and, and he's he got is not. he's got like grappling hook type stuff, which we didn't even see him use. And he, he just repelling, yes. And he did. And he <laughs> did. Like, that's my dude. That's yeah. my boy. <laughs> he was. He was my dude. <laughs> that's so funny. And uh, I think he just has like a normal vo- normal voice. He, he's just. He's, yeah, he doesn't even just, sound evil. He's just a guy. And uh, the Cobra Khan does the snake s things like you would expect, but he's got these big um, uh, Cobra flare things that he can uh, shoot uh, sleepy gas out of. Which, which is, I, I did like that. Yeah, he was kind of cool. I yeah, like that. Yeah, that was a that was a fun little skill. The name is Cobra Khan Webhead. Respect it, or I'll teach you a lesson you'll never forget. Now the opposite of fun is Buzz Off. <laughs> he's surprising to me because I love the toy. The toy is great looking. Okay. Yeah, I don't know why I like the toy either. I like the toy too. It's, it's just a great design. It's, it's, it's like a, a muscly bumblebee man. It's so so interesting. And, and well, I, I and also like not to uh, Baxter Stockman. Like, yeah, me toy. too. I like that too. Yeah, I, it's weird. Why do why do I like bug toys or like bug? Like, it's just uh, weird. I like the wings and stuff. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe it was the wings. Yeah. Well, in the cartoon, he was like a poor man's Stratos. You yeah. know, like, it was just like, man. And he talked like Catra, but a bee. Like, it's the same gimmick, okay. except it'll be. He had a lance, right? Yeah, it's like an electric lance. lance, like a stinger, I guess. And his yeah. hands now were, I'm thinking about that. were pinchers, which also made no sense, but it's fine. See, that's also a reason I would have liked, liked him as a toy. That's such a great idea. I love it. Make- yes, because <laughs> just like those bees that have pincher hands. They sting you, okay? They're they are clutching at your honey. I don't know what are they doing. I don't know. Sounds good to me. Um, hear me out on his voice, okay? You're gonna okay. think I'm crazy, but when he was doing his buzz, to me, he sounded like Bill Cosby doing a He-Man. <gasps> the first time he spoke, I said it sounds like in my mind. I said a higher pitched Bill Cosby. Uh, yeah. As it went on, I got the bees. As it went on, I was I kind of didn't get that as much anymore, and so I yeah. wasn't gonna say it. But I, th- I actually had the same. Thought. I'm glad you thought that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get the honey and the bees and the foodsicles. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, we all agree on that. Well, we all agree on that, but, you know, again, there, due to recent events, this is not a happy association. No, no that's true. So, that's true. It's just merely a scientific we, observation. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, he sounds like another person that everyone knows. Yes, there you go. Got it. Beginning and end. Yeah, but Buzz Off, yeah, not a fan. And then also, I have to say, Buzz Off is a bad guy name. That's not, like, Buzz mm-hmm. Off is a rude thing to say to someone. Why are you going to say that if you They always nice? make the toys before they know how to put them in the story. He might have been supposed to be a bad guy for all we know. I mean, bees are bad guys, except for all the pollinating they do, which is, you know, helpful for the earth and all that. But then they're also... They sting you when you're walking barefoot, when you're trying to play slip and slide in your own backyard, and you're minding your own business, bees. The, the only thing that makes you feel better is they kind of they die after they... They do. <laughs> At least he's dead. That's the only thing that'll make you feel better. That's true. And, you know, honeybees, they they can't help it. They don't know what they do. But you know who does know what they do? It's yellow jackets. They're evil. They have evil hearts. And they all need to go away. On other pollinators, too. I know. And they don't die, either. 
They don't. They can just keep standing Yeah, they should be able to die. One time, I was like nine years old, and I was standing placidly in line for the Ferris wheel at the Tennessee Valley Fair. Oh, that's a good Fair. place to get a bee stings, a fair old metal. Oh, that's a great place for oh. bees. But he where, just... Where, where you buy a garbage can? I, we must have been, yeah. although... It's like, the I, fair. It is a garbage can. <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking Local about my fair. people in Local our fair? fair? It's full of sweet cakes and hot... <laughs> but he, I was minding my own business, and he just lighted on my hand and stung me like a And I was just so upset about that. And if Buzz Off is as stingy as the average yellow jacket, then guess what? He could just go take a hike. He could just go Buzz Off. That's what I think. Now let's talk about Megan Egg. I'm getting something, Buzz. So Mechanex kind of like He-Man, but with a mechanical voice. He's kind of mm-hmm. like carries stuff like He-Man. Uh, he's not too echoey though. We not, can we can understand him, yeah. which makes no sense. Why can't we understand Fisto, who has a human neck, but Mechanex literally has a metallic neck that extends very very long, and he's relatively intelligible. I think he's, I think he's had to. Um, compensate for how crazy his uh, character is like his premise is so insane he's like i gotta have some dignity somewhere (laughs) my head is like polygons and stuff and my i have these goggles and then my chest has got like this weird triangle stuff going on too and so he's got he's got to he's got to compensate somehow i think well, I'm glad that he did because it was nice being able to understand what he's. I was also curious about how how he was going to be able to um be helpful, but they found some creative ways for him to use his yeah, neck. He, he well, he also like scans people and he can see them. Yeah, let's talk about that scanner away. for a second. Um, so this power he has, he can um I don't know like pull up a little magnified image of somebody and get some stats or something but it basically just makes his vision cruddier it like takes a very a perfectly clear picture and then makes it like a cruddy green video game so he can see them a little worse <laughs> i i think it, i think well yeah I, I i think they try to like go back to like the computers back in i think you're 80, right yeah 80 whatever mm-hmm. and uh well, like intellivision versions of people yeah, or something yeah, yeah. just just cuz he's like using his computer brain or something Mm -hmm. yeah or it's like night vision or i don't know so i I don't even i don't even know if it if we need to get the specifics of what their fight looked like but (laughs) they get entangled with skeletor's men and cobra khan tries to use his gas and mecha neck makes his neck high and they throw each other around and the bee man gets some darts in his wings or something like that and um is that when he-man shows up Sure. <laughs> he just, you know, I tune out when there's fighting, and, and I, I can't, I can't help it. So he shows up, and he has Orko, and then Orko ruins everything. Is what happens. Orko shows up, tries to help, and accidentally activates their laser gun that is a transportation beam, and transports everybody. Everybody away. except for him, and then he's like, "Oopsie doopsie!" Like, yeah, I'll say Orko. I got confused. I didn't even realize Orko didn't go too. Yeah, it seemed like he should have been included in the zap, but apparently he wasn't. Okay. He was behind it. Yeah, he was I behind see, it. So I, I guess see. It, it only zapped in a forward pattern, in okay. a forward cone, if you will. Well, first of all... Yeah, so they all get zapped to another dimension. And meanwhile, Orko's left to tell Granamir how badly he's messed up. And so, let's talk about this other dimension. Yeah. It's bonkers. And um, we find out that the dragons have been jailed. 
And they were being held behind these laser beam bars. And there are three weirdos in a crumbling coliseum. And they say that they use the dragons for the games. They were set here for the games. Games, we understand. You mean to stop. Yeah, they are. Uh, <laughs> the games. Oh, my God. These guys were, I mean, it's a very uh, spare Spartan world, but they, they're like the three people in togas fill it with a lot of personality, and they are just like dripping with obnoxious rich people affectations and stuff. They're like every rich cousin we have ever seen. Yes, a rich rich cousins and dogas. And they're just like so effete and spoiled. Oh yeah. And uh, one of them was saying something like, we keep them for our games. Our and games. Then, and then the other one was like, you leave us no choice. <laughs> they, they were just absurd. And of course they're wearing togas because it's like Romans or something. And their names are Fedor, <laughs> Kara, Bylar. <laughs> okay, yeah, those are pretty. Those are. I think that I think I said those wrong. I wrote them down like quickly because they got introduced to us. Like we needed to know their names. We did not. That need is to know so their funny. Names. Yeah, yeah I got second cousin named Bylar. <laughs> Bylar. Yeah, <laughs> old cousin Bylar, watching the dragons fight for sport on his weird home planet of what was the planet called? Something. They, I, oh, I think this was actually uh, Miro um, before before they decided to use like a king Miro or okay, something. Okay, Miro, and then this is a, they had a city name. They. The, the, D- Darme or something. The, the Darme yeah, were called the Darme. Yeah. Yeah. They had a they had a bunch of proper nouns here. Again, not sure we needed to know all that info, but I loved this trio of weirdos because they reminded me of Zod and his minions in yeah. Superman Two. Like, so it, it was a Zod, not an Ursa setup. Um, and I just I love think about them being in the negative zone, and that's what happens. It's like you're in the negative zone, and and. Uh, it turns out you're a weirdo in a toka, and that's that's your punishment. And they, yeah, and you have to fight dragons. You have to watch. You dragons have to watch fight. dragons fight. Uh, we had uh, Non at our show last year. He was a last minute addition. He just wanted to come up for fun. So Jack O'Halloran. He was super super sweet, super sweet man. Love to talk to you about boxing. Such such awesome big hands. He was he was a he was a big dude. That's a funny. Big dude. Yeah, he was the he was the big the big lurking one. Non. But anyway, so non, I guess his his uh, analog here would be like Bylar. <laughs> Bylar, are you shining deer again? <laughs> he's he's like sounds like a like a redneck cousin. It does sound like a redneck cousin, but I guess it's all in how you say it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bylar. The only pleasure left to us is betting on the games as our ancestors once did, but we had run out of interesting opponents for our games. So. We find out from them that they used to have a great world and city like you would expect. And they had a great war. And now all that's left is the games. And uh, Cobra Khan gave them this great idea to have dragons fight for their amusement. Because they're like all wasted and lazy from opium or something. Yeah. How do they like have food? I don't know. There's What's like, going on they, on this there's world? There's nothing there. There's nothing there. And there's there. just like three people. Yeah, where's everybody else? How do they have food? I feel like this episode would have benefited a lot from having people in the stands to watch these fights. Like, yeah, I wanted to feel the excitement and the spectacle, but it was just like for um, three dudes. In a way, in a way, it made it more interesting because I do like the idea of them being it's creepy, being totally creepy, and mm-hmm. having nothing going on except for. 
dragon fighting, and then their robot that they also have for some reason. Yeah, so they get He-Man to have to uh, compete in there for the for the uh, freedom of the dragons. Yes, and the name of the robot is Bellatron. Yeah. Which sounds like a girl robot Bellatron name. will fight you. Yeah. <laughs> he is our champion. That's good. That's good. That's we good t- tittering. We, yeah, we talk about tittering. That there's, I love a good tittering villain. Like uh, that show Turn, they have such a great tittering villain. He's so good. If there is a show, if it features tittering, Will is going to love it. <laughs> I love whoever does that act. I love whatever actor does that kind of thing. It's so fun. We turned on uh, Young Pope not too long oh, ago yeah. on HBO. And like I knew that it was going to be a hit, a home run, grand <laughs> slam for Will. Like the first time one of the little minions was tittering. I'm like, uh-oh, it's all over. Yeah, one, watch of, the whole yeah show. one of the one of the officials that <laughs> said something. Yeah, he says like, mm, you're so naive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, young Pope. <laughs> yeah. I enjoy that quite a bit. (laughs) (laughs) Bellatron. Bellatron. (laughs) We'll never defeat Bellatron. (laughs) I believe I'm the one called Bylar. And you don't really believe that He-Man can best have Bellatron in Act 3, do you? (laughs) Are you ready, He-Man? I am. Then let Bellatron come forth. Bellatron as a robot was kind of lame. He looked kind of like a kid's toy robot. He had like those like roller skate feet and uh, legs that didn't move. Now, one thing I did like though, when he got to chase with his arms extended with spinning <laughs> twirling wheels like pizza cutters, I did like that look. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Bellatron have, does he, sound like a lady robot. He did have horns. Do you, do, you, do you think they made him like that so that, he, that if. If they wanted to make a toy, yeah, yeah. If they wanted to make a toy, or or he was he was relatable to other toys that they might have already. Oh yeah, make them want to play with them. And pretend yeah, like, they would like, play like, Bellatron. Like, like they could have like that robot fighting He Man or whatever. Just not, yeah. Or I mean, they could make. Them I thought about do. that too. Yeah, he he looked like some of the robots you could buy from that era. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> Here, I used to have those robots, and they used to fight He Man. <laughs> That's cool. And he turned them into toothpicks. <laughs> <laughs> Eat this, metal breath. <laughs> um, so, I guess to highlight how bizarre their betting system was, they just kept doing more wagering as the match went on. And I'm like, look, I don't know anything about betting, but I'm pretty sure you can't do that. Like, once the race is started, you can't be no, like... My guy's winning now. I'd like to lower my bet, please. <laughs> like, I'd like to put it all on the horse in first place. It's like, why didn't I think of that? I must says commend your gambling skills. <laughs> right? now, that, now that he is losing, this seems like a wise choice to lower your bet. <gasps> well, I like, I'd like to put more gold on Bellatron. It's like, you that... I know you guys can make your own rules and you have your own very weird planet, but that's that's not how it works. Where are the stakes there? Speaking of be- the Bellatron toy... Also, what do you buy with that gold that you win? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what you could buy. You could buy... The Bellatron toy. You could buy a toy of uh, one of the three Toga people. Oh, what a terrible, terrible thing that is. I come with a vanity and <laughs> grapes. Yeah, a little hand mirror. A lounging couch. Oh, that's a good one, yeah. Did we talk? No, we didn't talk about uh, Orko and his uh, amazing uh, mechanical skills. No, we did not talk about that yet. Him him trying to rebuild the 
rebuild the gun that shot away everybody else. It was a dragon come upon him, and then he calls on Granamere. Mm-hmm. was like, why'd you call me? <laughs> and then he tells him the whole story. And then uh, Granamere just waves his hand or whatever and fixes the gun. And then they go there, right? They do. He just shows up all of a sudden to whoop on that yeah, robot. Yeah, so the robot, <laughs> robot does pretty well against He-Man because the robot can make cables and rockets and withstand rockets and fly. He's kind of cheating, and he, <laughs> and he has these, like, weakness rays he shoots He-Man with. Benetton has him now. And then uh, Granamere shows up out of nowhere with some fire and protects He-Man. Yeah, Glenamere's just, he's just there to whoop everybody. I love it. I mean, as if for, like, storytelling, it's not great to have, the, you know, the Deus Ex Machina come up or whatever, but um, Granamere is awesome, and this episode was kind of a train wreck, and it's only <laughs> about the toys. Why not? Exactly. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Just have him come out. Yeah, just let him. And for a moment, I thought that he just straight up killed those three weirdos, but he he, uh, yeah. he froze them into like stone, but only temporarily or ice. I, I couldn't tell, but I was like, "Oh wow, he just he just zapped them. They're 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 no more. Like now they have, now we are statues." <laughs> <laughs> but they were not. They got turned back. And of course, the first thing the Toga people say is, "Yeah, you cheated." <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes, they have a very strong sense of right and wrong, these Toga people. We have uh, Webstore and um, Cobra Khan retreating into the sunset like cowards, and Mechanet gets to use his his neck as much as he possibly can to keep proving that he's useful. So he scans for them, puts them in crud vision (laughs) so they can see where they went, Mm -hmm. and they get in some sort of, like, space semi-truck-looking thing, and that crashes. Ride's over, boys. Time to pay up. So at the end where uh, Granamere is like, I'm releasing all the dragons, you know, this is ridiculous and here's what we're going to do. Now, you three weirdos must fight for our amusement. And I'm like, yes! <laughs> yeah, I, He's like, that is, awesome. that is justice. I'm like, it is. It absolutely is. Let's do this. I want to see this. The lines, the lines they write from him are better. You can tell the writers enjoy writing for oh, Granamere. Yeah. They could make a Granamere spinoff. They could. I would. I would be there every week. You know, it's kind of interesting. I, I bet they like the idea of having a new quest giver for He Man. Like a, a yeah. Granamere quest would be fun. Oh my god! You know how fun that would be to have like a Fallout type video game, a He Man video game, and you like go get quests from Sorceress or Granamere. Like, oh, I'm gonna get a Granamere quest because it's gonna be like gray and messed up somehow. It would be messed up. That would be. That would be very fun. I would enjoy that a lot. I would love that spinoff too. I would want it to be like New Heart, though, where like Granamere is like running an, an inn in New England, but then also just doing messed up stuff from now, <laughs> every now and then. <laughs> I will eat every 112th customer. Yes. And yeah. he doesn't ever have to shovel snow because he could just breathe fire on it. And then so, you know, it saves a ton of time in the winter. And it, it, it turns into water and then turns into ice. Oh, well. <laughs> Scott, quit talking about your science facts here. That's not going to happen, I mean, okay? If you kept blowing it, it would, it would evaporate. You'd That's what he's going to have to do then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all there is to it. Don't ruin his dreams, Scott. He wants to retire to New England. Oh, and who's, who's the... Uh, seems like a good bed and breakfast. Who's the, handy, yeah, who's the handyman? George. Yeah, and uh, is Duncan George? Uh, sure, sure he is. He would love to go work for Granamere. It's almost like taking orders from a bird. I mean, dinosaurs are <laughs> birds true. enough. They're, they're enough like birds. Chickens are dinosaurs. They're kind of birds. I do like how at the end he, he torches everything. 
Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah he, he doesn't get to kill anybody, so he's just going to ruin the place. And yeah. you're like, you're like, they're like, oh no, don't ruin our ruins. Yeah, right. <laughs> Burn, <laughs> stop burning our burnt down buildings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there really wasn't a whole lot to catch fire there. I'm not not really sure. Like, you turn know. our world a different shade of crappy. <laughs> But I was still glad to see him do it. I was like, you show them, Granamir. And and then uh, He-Man's like, well, have you ever thought about starting over? And they're like, now that you mention it. Yeah, so <laughs> we will rebuild our society. I was like, and this literally never occurred to you. No, because of the games. <laughs> <laughs> we had enough dragons. Like, like <laughs> I, how, how did it never occur to them? I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe they realize how they don't realize how a new society's built. I guess He Man's gonna tell them in like the five minutes he has before he just leaves again. Like, now what will sh- what will we do? I wish he wouldn't have spent half his lecture on littering. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, and the other half on. It's drugs. a big part of a cl- of a building a new world. And don't do drugs. Like you know, those three they don't know how to like plan a sewer system you're not gonna do that <laughs> part of their city plan and and their uh, constitution will have like half of their constitution is going to be about not buying timeshares like <laughs> <laughs> minister duncan gave us much to ponder in this new civilization <laughs> yeah that's really the only wisdom that they have perhaps marrow can again be the world it was no by love, not the world it was a better world that's the spirit verdor is that everything is it time for the moral well, uh, the the tag is that uh, Granamir uh, uh, right. talks he talks He Man up at the end, and then uh, he lets them uh, pick a gift out of there, and uh, he gives oh, yeah. Orko the gift of a potion with a demon in it that pulls Orko in and gives him a hard time, and He Man's into that. Oh, it was it was hilarious because Orko was demanding a reward, which is so rude. I thought it was pretty funny. Oh yeah, it was a great gag. I loved it. I thought it was great. And you ruined the like, whole day, and you want a reward. Exactly. <laughs> you don't get a treat, Orko. He's like, uh, could I borrow that sometime? <laughs> That's not, yeah. He's lucky he doesn't get a spanking. That's what Orko should be <laughs> happy about. Okay, this is going to sound ridiculous, but they had one animation when Orko, like, fell on his head or something, and they tried to make it like a old cute Disney drawing, and they drew the outline of like Orko's little butt. Did they? Yeah, and I thought I think they were trying to think it was like a cute like Norman Rockwell type thing or stuff. It's like we no, but no, he doesn't do that. We don't want to see it's, little butts. It's nothing under his cloak. He's nothingness. He's it's. Don't worry about that, animators. The animators were messed up in this one. <laughs> Was he this, man's opera. The end? No, it was like at the beginning when he first uh, oh, okay. got to Granamir's place. Okay. That's pretty funny. I didn't notice that, but that does sound disturbing. And at the end, uh, He Man's eyebrows were very much out of control. I confirmed it for me. When that was <laughs> yeah. like, this is just a disaster. What's going on here? So, no Orco butts, no weird <laughs> eyebrows. Can we just agree on that? Okay. But here- more Granamir. And more Granamir. Maybe he forgot to pluck his eyebrows that week. Probably so. We can go to the spa, He-Man. I need a pedicure for my talons. Yeah. My talons are getting very long. What do we learn from them in the moral? Be kind to animals. That's one we haven't heard before. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. Uh, well, the last unicorn one, I, it was don't, don't kill him. Yeah. Okay. Don't kill unicorns. Got yeah. it, Shira. Don't kill for spore. <laughs> Don't kill for spore. There we go. Yeah. If you're gonna eat the meat, that's fine. Yes, unicorn meat is delicious. Yes. Tastes like cotton candy. 
Um, yeah, no, uh, be kind to animals. Yeah, I got you. Loud and clear, He-Man. You'll find no argument here, except for Yellow Jackets. Do not be kind to them. Well, do we want to talk ratings? Yeah. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to put a number here. Well, it was confusing for me because I, I would evaluate it this way. I would say the premise for this episode is excellent. And the adding Granamere is excellent. I love the extra characters. Um, the story, pretty terrible. It was pretty weird, yeah. <laughs> it was very bad. I mean, not only was there not good drama and not good writing, but but he the hero did not earn his way out of the situation. So the, the whole plot was not great. But in while I was watching it, I was enjoying it because I really enjoyed uh, the ridiculous um, fancy pants people over on the other planet. And I love the extended toy commercial. I couldn't help it. I love seeing the new characters. Uh, But having some distance from it, it was pretty terrible. It really was. (laughs) There was a lot going on there. Uh, I'm going to give this... um, I'm going to give this a 3.9. That's what I was going to say. Okay. 3.9 gems. Okay. Out of 5. Gims. Yeah, for much for many of the same reasons. I just want to upvote for Grandamir always, yeah. and I love him. He is a delight. He is wonderful. He might be the best character design in the whole series. And and I feel, but you know, I I don't feel quite as warmly toward the toys because I'm like, you know, I didn't buy them then. I was not a toy person. Mm-hmm. I was poor. Um, so I mean, like, I didn't, you know, like there wasn't a whole lot going for me besides Grandamir. Although he's very enjoyable. So yeah, that's a three point nine. Good. Okay, Scott. Um, I yeah, I I also <laughs> I, I I had a real hard time with the storyline. It was it, it was it was it was not good. It was kind of all over the place. <laughs> yeah, but the Grandamere was amazing for the first time. Me seeing him, it's hard. Uh, <laughs> I three three point five. Okay. Games. Okay. Games. Um, and you know, so I. I, d- I did enjoy the new toys and that that you know the they actually had some line they actually had lines mm-hmm. and they talked and they were more you know they were a part of the episode they weren't just like and that's it they're out you know sort of thing so it was they were throughout the episode and everything so I don't know it was it was all the all the ancillary stuff was really good and the scenes actually with Granamir were good yeah but like yeah, the whole thing is together was not. Yeah, big big potential that didn't pan out too well. Yeah. Yeah. There's something in there. Something in <laughs> I there. I would agree. Hey, if I'm Kara, which one of you is Verdor? Which one of you is Bylar? Um, I want to be the guy at the end who <laughs> couldn't even be gracious when everybody agreed to behave. And he's like, I don't know, we rebuild. We'll rebuild it better than the people before. I like him. <laughs> <laughs> Was that? I don't know Bad which one. They're which interchangeable. One let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. Even the female, the, the, the they're I they're just, all the I, same. I, I'm just gonna say I'm Bylar. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You Thanks, Bylar. You can be the other guy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Since we're already in the mood for looking at a gallery for our amusements, should we listen to our radio play now? Yes. <laughs> Please. Well, then let's load up our cassette tape adventure. The Wizard's Nightshirt presents The Thinking Cap of Smartness. 
warriors, I have summoned you here for an important task. Behold! Finally, it's ours! Do you Cretans even know what this is? Not as such. Of course not! This, my simple associates, is a map. A very old map. Written on dragon hide with the tooth of a dragosaur. Pass it among yourselves and study it well, for it shows the way to the lost city of Shrewd! That's what you're looking at. Big deal. Who is right, Evil Lynn? Within that city is the thinking cap of smartness, which will bestow me, Skeletor, with enough brains to outwit the sorceress and steal Castle Grayskull! <laughs> uh, some little teeth and some part is real big. Beast Man! Yes, Skeletor? What are you doing? <laughs> I'm drawing our house. What? What do you mean you're drawing our house? <laughs> you know, Snake Mountain, where we live. On my ancient map? Stop doing that. <sighs> Look at a big old house. That's our road. And we don't get lost. And here's us. Make my muscles bigger! Mine too, beast men! And make mine bigger than his! Everyone stop talking! Oh, and make the snake eye gleam! If you wait long enough, it has a gleam! Oh, oh. how'd you draw that? You you just put a, a star on it. Here, let me do it. I'm the best at drawing. Uh, no! Get your own ancient map. Let him draw it. Let us my turn. Everyone stop talking at once! Tila, if you're done practicing, I need your help with the sonic sensor machine. It only needs a few more adjustments. See if you can align the frequencies while I adjust the amplitude. You think it's gonna work, Adam? I don't know, Orko, but those two are pretty smart. By the ancients, I think we've done it. Wow. Hey, that's something else. This is great, Father. I can't wait to use it. I'm gonna fight something right now. <laughs> All right, dear. Settle down. Still needs a field test before we can use it against a real foe. Say, let's try it out on that giant stone over there. Tila, will you help me move the device? Sure thing. This'll be great. Now flip the switch, please. Seems to be working just fine. Hmm, Orko, if you're not too busy, why don't you pulverize that big stone for us? Who? Me? I'm pretty strong, man-at-arms, but even I couldn't break that rock. It must be taller than the palace and twice as thick. Why, I bet He-Man couldn't even do that. Oh, I don't know, Orko. He's pretty strong. But that's the genius of my machine, you see. It will tell you exactly where to strike. It can find the weak point on any enemy. Do you see that weak spot, Orko? I see it. Then give it all you've got, little wizard. Hiya! <laughs> Huzzah, father! Whoa, it really works. It's a good thing, too. It'll come in handy against the 13 ghosts I summoned this morning. What was that, Orko? Nothing, just a joke. <laughs> 
<laughs> a terrible, terrible joke. Duncan, I gotta hand it to you. You really outdid yourself this time. That machine is pure genius. Well, I can't take all the credit, Adam. A bird told me how to make it, and Tila here did most of the work. Oh, Father, I was happy to help. A falcon? Um, Prince Adam, do you have a moment? Will you all excuse us now? We have something secret and private to discuss. Something we must never, ever reveal to anyone. But what is it? We can't tell. Guess. Adam. <laughs> Boy stuff? Sort of. Adam. Is it something to do with He-Man? You're getting closer. Adam, really? <laughs> Can I guess? No, silly. You already know what it is. Hey, what? Everyone stop talking at once. Adam, men at arms, and Orko, I thank you for your haste. I am eager to tell you of Skeletor's plans, but you seem distracted. What happened here? Oh, fellas, is it safe to come in now? Sure, if you can float. We'll be out in just a minute, Cringe. You better wait outside. Sorceress, forgive me, but this foundation seems unsteady. You let me summon a building inspector? Building inspector? No need. Besides, time is of the essence. I'll say. Uh, yuck! Is that mold? It's the good kind of mold. I'm afraid it's not. Thank you all for your concern about Castle Grayskull. It has served as an ancient readout for noble hearts throughout the ages. And one day, Tila will call it home. Yeah, she should, ah. Uh prepare herself. Indeed. This castle is a great responsibility. Hmm. Yep. Anyway, I called you here because Eternia needs your help once again. It would seem that Skeletor is already on his way to the lost city of Shrewd, where he plans to claim the thinking cap of smartness. With that powerful artifact, even I would be unable to thwart his wiles. Uh, sorry, sorceress. Uh, what did you say? I missed that last part. Of course! I said, with that powerful artifact, even I would be unable to thwart his wiles. Right. One more time? Yes, please. Which part? Uh, just, just the last bit. Thwart his wiles? Yes. Yes. That's the part I can't hear. I'm going to spell it for you. That's yeah, that would be for idea. the best. T-H-W-A-R- T. Oh, thwart his wiles. That makes sense. Oh, right. What's that mean? Adam, I think it means to stop Skeletor, but that sounds scary. Thanks, Cringe. Can I come in now? I think I saw a dinosaur. Not yet. This place is about to fall apart, and it's probably not safe to breathe in all the mold. It's a real mess in here. Um, yes, thank you, Adam. Well, then I will now tell you how to reach the City of Shrewd and take the thinking cap before Skeletor would use it to conquer Etenia. Sounds good. I already told you, Skeletor, I'm not going to blow any monolith horn. I just put on my lip gloss 
and it's very expensive lip gloss. I don't remember you ordering lip gloss. I'm telling you. From whence did you order said lip gloss? I got it at Shigora. My spies reveal a forgotten pass around the precipice of Zagra's mountain. You must summit the mountain heights to find the old road. You will know it when you see the bones of a large scorpion. I'm really hungry. I sure could go for some sweet bread about now. It's a workout day, so I still need about 5,000 calories. I think it's a leg day, which is kind of boring. But when I turn into He-Man, I need to push the ground apart and stuff. Hey, I'm about to turn into He-Man, which is really fun. I hope I get to throw a rock at something. I will not delay you any longer. Prince Adam, do you understand? The fate of Eternia depends on your efforts. You must succeed. I've got it. We'll defeat that scorpion and be back in time for dinner. Truly, you possess a warrior's heart. But allow me to clarify, the scorpion is only a landmark on the old road. By the, the power of Grayskull! Despite your imbecilic doodles, I have found the lost city of Shrewd! But where is it? It's just some weird statue. That's the monolith, fools! And a summoning hall! We can use them to open the city gates! Right you are, Evelyn! Now someone go read what the monolith says! Cause I left my readers at home. Because only the pure of heart can open the gates. Sing this song and bear your soul, and there are the musical notes. I think we have to blow the horn. Well, don't look at me. I have no lips, and you know that. I'd do it, but I just put on lip gloss. It will have to be one of you two. Let me try. They must be guards. They look so old and weak. Hmm. You give me an idea, Beast Man. Maybe we can reprogram them to serve our own purposes. Evil purposes. It's always evil purposes, Evil Lynn. You should just assume. Sometimes it's good to hear it, though. Oh, yeah, Sam. I just like to know. How much farther, men at arms? According to Attack Track's readings, we're nearly there, He Man. I still don't know why we picked up Ram Man. Oh, uh, hey! Someone tell Attack Track that I'm real good at fighting! You're good at dropping food on my upholstery, is what you are. You be careful to Orko and use a napkin. These final burgers are delicious, man at arms. But, um, can we stop soon? I have too much fizzy water. Oh, Orko. We're almost there, remember? 
Say, is that a giant scorpion? Where? The sorceress said the fate of Eternia depends on us stopping it. It's, it's right there, he man. No, it's not. Now come sit up here with me, Orko. I'll let you do the radio while He-Man thinks more about the details of our mission. Great! Let's see what's on! Hey man, you just heard a low gully jug band with their new hit, Down Below was just whistling in the wind. Stay tuned for more. Are you about to fragrant? Changing the channel, just pick a song. Yes, Orko, let's just pick a station. Poisonally, I like the jug band. <laughs> hey, man, are you flexing? What is that muscle? The trapezius. And this one? Deltoids, or delts. And, uh, what about that one? That's my neck. Oh, look at my muscle, hey, man. <laughs> you don't have any muscles, little friend. Uh, Yes, I do. Look! Dawn is good. Lemon, is that gum? If I do a scan later, I won't find gum in my console, will I? I think we just woke up Battle Cat. Believe I said Battle Cat could ride if we put down a blanket first. His fur is everywhere. Battle I can never get it out of my today. Oh, I asked I think that's what I'm supposed to be. I started my seat. Riding is a privilege, not a right. If you mess up my seat, I will be so mad. Orko, I'm mad at you too. Ram Man, I've got my eye on you. Look out! It's a barricade! <laughs> Guarded by robots. We'll have to fight them to get inside. Orko, you stay with Attack Track and send word to the sorceress that we found the city. Sounds like it's time to find the off switch. <laughs> yeah, let's get the jump on them. <laughs> Robots were made by Skeletor. How do you know? I hacked them with Skeletor's password. You mean Snake Mountain 1? Yep, that's it. The same password he uses for cable. You mean the same password we all use for cable. Poor <laughs> 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 <Or> lands. <laughs> ah, I can't wait for the new season of Castispella's Kitchen. I love sweet bread. The city sure is strange. There's a lot of buildings and fountains, but nobody's home. Just these big old bugs. What are they anyway? I don't know, Ram Man, but they're pretty gross. <laughs> and they make for some good eating. <laughs> Easy there, cat. There'll be plenty of time to eat those slugs later. <laughs> don't the statue look just like men-at-arms? Yeah, I think I found something. Don't tell him what I said. What is this room, Duncan? All I see are books. There must be... 
40 books in here. Huh, that many, man? I can only count to 30, so I'm mostly guessing, but yes, I'm sure of it. These books are strange. There are words inside, but no instructions for how to build anything. And there are no pictures. Why, this one begins with a dream. And then what? Then a man meets an old acquaintance. And then what? Nope. Still no directions for how to build a robot. It's useless, I guess. <laughs> They're good for something. Wait. I found something about the thinking cap. It says an ancient king needed it because long ago, Eternians traded their brains for muscles. Over the ages, we've grown stronger, but our brains have been shrinking. <laughs> Aren't you smart, man-at-arms? Smarter than most, sure, but only about robots. And birds taught me how to do that. Well, I'm plenty smart. Hey, man, forgive me, but do you remember the last thing I said? You make a good point, but what about someone like Tila? Yes, she's smart like me, but as her skills grow, she thinks less. She used to know her 12 times tables. Duh, what are times tables? <laughs> You're one of the strongest men I know, Ram Man. What else does it say, Duncan? It says that one day, a great warrior will bring back thinking and do something besides fighting. <laughs> Imagine that, but no one knows when it will happen. And hey, this photo, it almost looks like... You're not listening, are you? Hey, fellas, I found the stairs. Let's go into these dark catacombs. Right behind you, Ram Man. These bugs are everywhere. Skeletor, that was a clever idea to reprogram those robots. Yes, Beast Man. We must be getting closer to the thinking gap. As we venture deeper into Shrewd, I'm having several good ideas. Write this one down. There should be meals you can freeze and then eat later. That was, that was a great oh, idea. Oh, but only if you count the calories. <laughs> yes. I got one. You should be able to watch a view screen and see the weather. Put that one down as well. And put my name beside it. I'm sure I would have thought of it anyway. I'm going to make a column for each of us and then write each idea under those respective names. Good idea! Hmm. Even Beast Man grows smarter. Just think of the power I'll gain when I wear the cap. I'll be a genius! And yet you forget how to whisper, Evil Lynn. I forget nothing! Well, neither do I. In fact, I'll remember your treachery! Skeletor! Is that E-Man? Yes, I hear them! Lower your voice, Evil Lynn. Let's set another trap. Who's feeling smart? I'm going to say kitty cones from now on, instead of catacombs. Me too. I'm going to say that. Who else is going to say that? Uh, I will. That's a good idea. All having good ideas lately. Yes, I agree with my son. That's right. Mm -hmm. No, you walk in front, Merman. I don't want to ruin my boots. Will you two ninnies stop nagging one another? They'll hear us. Wait, my friends. Did you hear something? I 
I think they heard us. We did hear you. We are now very close to one another. Hey, man. Must have super hearing now. This is tiresome. Stupid bugs. Here we are. Now show yourself and fight us, you boisterous buffoon. It's Skeletor and his sorry crew. You'll be the one who's sorry. Quick, everyone start tumbling. Set and dash. Oh, that one hurt. Easy. Ah, they got us cornered. Duncan, did you bring that sonic scanner? Good thinking, He-Man. Looks like Merman's got soft eyes. I got it. Skeletor, he's found our weaknesses. Then run, you fool. Beastman, set your trap behind us. Give up, He-Man. The thinking cap of smartness is mine. <laughs> Walls are closing in. Everyone push while I think. Move! The strongest man in the universe. Oh, fellas, can't we use that there sonic scandal machine on these here walls? Good thinking, Ram Man. I'll do it now. Ah, it's getting tight in here. Not much longer now. Just a very small adjustment and. There! Everyone concentrate on busting down the weakest stones! Punch this rock! That was a close one. A little too close. That machine showed us right where to attack. Indeed. But we're not out of the woods yet. According to these readings, there are several weaknesses in the structure. Well, that scorpion can't be far now. Nice thinking again, Ram Man. We must be very close to the thinking cap. But should anyone have that kind of power? I wonder. So Ram Man found a statue outside and said it looked just like you. But why, He-Man? Never mind that now, friends. This looks like the Hall of Knowledge. Just think of the robots the old scholars must have built in here. It's all shiny. I don't like it. It's too quiet. You're right, Battle Cat. Somewhere nearby, that scorpion must be sharpening its claws. He-Man, I believe this is where the sorceress said we would meet the Keeper and solve his great riddle in exchange for the thinking cap of smartness. You know, Duncan, I'm beginning to believe this thinking cap is a lot more important than some scorpion. Right, um, me too. <laughs> I'm getting pretty good at this. Hello, is someone there? I thought I heard voices. What do you think, He-Man? Is it safe to answer? I think we have to, Duncan. We've got to find Skeletor, the thinking cap, and the giant scorpion before the portal closes. Well, yes, most of that is true, but... I can hear you in there. Who are you? How did you find this place? 
My name is He-Man, the most powerful man in the universe. My story begins about 30 years ago in a land called Eternia. There, I was born to the king and an alien astronaut, along with my twin sister, who used to be bad, but I was always good, and we found these magic swords. I can't understand a word. Stay there. I'm coming closer. Is that a keeper? He looks rough. Oh, yeah. He's doing real bad. My word. He smells like fertilizer. And yes, I believe he's covered in those horrible bugs we've been seeing. It's a long walk. Hello there. I'm Adam. I mean, He-Man. Hello, travelers. Do not be alarmed by my appearance. I am very old and haven't seen the sun in ages. I am Brother Nash, steward of the lost city, sage of the great hall, and sworn protector of the thinking cap of smartness. I am a keeper. Why are you covered in bugs? It's really gross. They are called Kiplings. No one knows much about them. In fact, I suspect their errands are evil, but they are sacred here and must never be harmed, or else a terrible curse will be unleashed upon the world. (coughs) If you found our city, then someone must have told you about the Kiplings. Please, this is very important. Tell me you haven't harmed any of the Kiplings. No! We're here to solve your riddle, wizard. That, no, I am not a wizard. I am a steward, but okay, very well. As you are no doubt aware, you only get three guesses at my riddle. So I assume you've devoted your life to study and examined the rooms near the Acropolis? Man-at-arms? Um, sure, more or less. Then you must have dreamed of this moment for so long. I know I have. Let's get on with it already. Very well. I'll not detain you any longer. Answer my riddle, and I will open the doors behind me. Inside, you will find the thinking cap of smartness. Here is my question. Two. Twelve. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Just a moment. Those were good guesses, right? You only get one more chance. Please, I urge a more measured response. Take a moment and think very hard about what you might want to say. The answer is thirteen. Goodness. Really? It's kind of hard to believe, but it's all over now. Probably won't stay that riddle again for many more lifetimes. Fourteen. Seventeen. Thirteen. What's he doing? (laughs) He'll keep guessing and trying to break down that door for a thousand years. You better just give him the cap. Not so fast, you over-eager interlopers. You there, Bugman, give He-Man a dunce cap. And let my genius mind solve your riddle. Very well, then. Answer my riddle, and you will know the thinking cap is best. I already said that one. He's lying. Uh, I did. He sure did. He did, but that's not the point. A hurricane. A tornado. A dragosaur. Everyone, stop guessing things at once. Nash, I bring urgent news. I was in the city collecting books, and it was horrible. We must prepare the temple. Our worst fears have come true. Slow down, Brother Jaro. What is it? What has happened? In the city, I found a dead Kipling. No, 
No, it can't be. <laughs> Several dead Kiplings. I, 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 it must have, it must have been these strangers. It's the only explanation. And now they're all doomed. <laughs> Are you talking about us? There's a dead Kipling under your foot right now. We told them not to do it, but they wouldn't listen. I don't remember any of that. Keepers, surely we can come to an understanding. You know what? I'm so angry. I've got an idea. Nobody looks at the wound anymore. I don't know why the wound is Look at what you've done, Ram Man. Hey, it wasn't just me. Hmm. Well, maybe I'm still sore about that statue comment. I have the thinking cap right here. I have it right here, and I don't care what the scrolls say. I'm giving it to the team that didn't harm the Kiplings and release the curse. What does it matter now anyway? (laughs) (laughs) That's our job. We won! Brother Trash, don't do this. Not Brother Trash, Brother Nash. Unbelievable. Now, here you go, Mr. Skeletor. Here you are, Skeletor. Thank you, fool. The Keepers, he made them vanish. Indeed, Man-at-Arms. And now it's time for some amazing ideas. <laughs> Let me just put on my thinking cap of smartness and... How do I look? That's a good look. You look stupid. I agree with Ram Man, Skeletor. You look the same as you always have. Ooh, that was a good burn. It was not a good burn. It was dumb. Everyone is dumb but me. For I now possess a cosmic intellect to rival the ancients. Even now, I am contemplating several ways to rid myself of He-Man and his numbskull friends. There, I have the perfect idea. Are you ready, He-Man? Bonehead says what? What? left gum in my console. Attack track. Quick, attack track. Use your nets on Skeletor. My thinking cap. Evelyn, I'm trapped. You must seize the cap before these vehicular villains. <laughs> I've got it. Now stand back, you fools, and see how a real genius deals with her enemies. Why do we keep letting them put on the cap? I think it's because we're listening to the stuff that they're saying. Ah, for thought. Nothing, but those Kipling's taste is great. I'm having so many new thoughts. It's, it's like a flood that I can barely control. I'm, I'm thinking about what to do with my life. I think I'd like to start my own business. Maybe I should bottle up spells and sell them to regular people. I should create money and eliminate poverty. We should create an alliance of planets for the good of everyone. Uh, is it bad if I think those are good ideas? No, Ram Man. I think you're right. He-Man, put down that boulder for a moment. Something's happening. Boing. Oh, take that. Hey, are we fighting here? Boing. What? Show some respect. They don't respect anyone. Evelyn, Harry, woman, use your intellect to defeat He-Man and then immediately return my cap. I do want to defeat He-Man, but 
I don't know why. I must stop the senseless fighting. I must destroy the cap. But can I do it? Evil Lynn, maybe no one should have this kind of power. You're smart now. You know this. Destroy the cap. No! What have I done? You fool! Now we'll never be smart. I knew you wouldn't appreciate my map. Ah, they left too soon. I'd say they left soon enough. That wall. Duncan, are you okay? You had a whoopsie daisy. I'm all right, He-Man. I'm afraid the sonic sensor is broken. Everyone inside the attack track before we all have a whoopsie daisy. Seatbelts. Too many ram men. Very funny. Say, does anyone else see those rocks gathering into a colossal monster in the shape of an angry Kipling? Yes, he man. I do. Magic man, take us back to Eternia. I will, but not cause you said so. Just take the tunnel you used to reach us, attack track. This tunnel dead ends into a Kipling nest, rerouting for faster travel time. No! Those things got us into this mess and ruined my new invention. I say we stay the course. You heard him, Attack Track. Let's punch it! Track hadn't shown up. I don't know what would have happened. Ram Man, what made you think to leave your gum in the console? I put it there because I thought I might need it for later. Well, that's the smartest thing I've heard all day. <laughs> <laughs> Did you want to show me, Tila? It's kind of silly, but I was trying to fix your sonic scanner and accidentally made something else. I reprogrammed the sonic waves for something besides combat. What do you mean? Just watch. Tila, I think you're on to something. Maybe one day we can make more robots like this one. The words are about fighting. Thanks for joining us, but the adventure's not over. Find your mom's credit card and buy heroic warrior action figures at your local toy store to help us in our never-ending battle against evil. Until next time, don't litter!
That's our show for this week, and I don't know about you, but I want a Brother Jaro action figure. Seriously, though, thanks for listening to the podcast this week and every week. We can't believe it's already been 50 episodes, but we still got a lot of fun to look forward to. Speaking of which, what are we watching next week, Scott? Uh, next week, we're reviewing Season 2, Episode 1 of She-Ra, One to Count On. Adora is beginning to think the Rebels depend too much on She-Ra, and she might cash in all her vacation time to teach them a lesson. And to be fair, they do, but she was the only one who could do anything, so whatever. You don't <laughs> even know what you're expecting. That's Adora. true. I'm sure it we'll, does it, her vacation yeah. time doesn't roll over. You better catch <laughs> it now because you ain't going to have it next year. If you'd like to follow along with the show, you can find our episode guide at thewizardsnightshirt.com. And if you have any questions or comments for us to discuss, please, please email us <laughs> at rumors at thewizardsnightshirt.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, and subscribe to the show on iTunes. We want to thank you for listening, and please remember, if you want to impress your rich friends, tittering always works. Understand you mean to stop.